This has been a great day, hasn't it? It has, you know, done in a first-class manner. I mean, even from, like, the branding perspective, which I really 100%. appreciate. You know, I mean, you look at it, looks like this room was built directly for the Sun Belt Conference, so it's, a, it's an awesome deal. Absolutely. You know, when we just talked to Coach Huff and, and you guys were in the same league, but how exciting is it to, to come into the Sun Belt now, especially with some, some old members that, that were in the Conference USA with you? But is this exciting for you in, in this football program? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's it, it's just such more it's more regionally based and this is you know we don't have a long football history obviously but the history we do have is with the teams in this conference in this division i mean if you think of you know we have playoff history with georgia southern and we have georgia state who's in our conference for a while obviously jmu the the history we have in football there with each other marshall was our closest in our last conference our closest regional rival you know what i mean right. so uh you know app state and, and and coastal there's there's history there with some playoff games and things like that so this is something where our fans can get on board with. It's closer games. We went from 1,000 miles to, with our average conference opponent to 500. Um, <laughs> that so, makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's totally different. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it in general. Was it a no-brainer for, for you guys as a university athletic department to join the Sun Belt? It really was for me. Obviously, yeah, those, those those conversations <laughs> those conversations are, happen way above my pay grade. But um, you know, when I was told what was going to happen, I was excited. I, I thought it was a perfect move for us, and and I, I just liked how we were you know making a move, and the conference was making a move at a time instead of reacting that they were being a little bit more proactive to it. Yeah. And I thought that that was something that was important. If you look at the conferences that are healthy right now. That's what they've done. They've been proactive. They haven't waited for others to make moves. So I think that that's the thing that, that I really liked and, and, and appreciated is that we had a plan and we were being proactive. This is your third season now. Um, a couple of years ago you guys opted out and didn't play. But talk about the the progression for you with this team and building the roster. Has it gone pretty smooth? Have you liked how this is how this has transitioned getting into a bowl game a year ago? Yeah, I don't know if smooth is the right word. Um, <laughs> Having to deal with everything you've had to the last couple of years? I think it's just gone the way it's going to go from now on. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to have a smooth tra- uh, way of building a program. It's a challenge. A it's, a, it's much different than it was five years ago, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that that's the point, right? It, it's different. And and, and, and I, I think everyone wants us to say as coaches that it's worse. And I, I, I refuse to say that. It's just different. And, and, yeah. and so we just have to adapt and learn how to do it. And, again, that doesn't make – make it easier or, or harder you know does it make it a little bit harder to develop kids um yeah it sure does because you know you don't know if they're going to be there um so you tend to you know hey should we be investing more in this old guy who we know is here this year <laughs> than this young guy who might get better in a couple of years um but you know I, I i choose not to live my life that way i i, I live my life in a way that i'm not going to you know fear the future i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna understand what we got and if it and, and try to develop each one of our kids and make them better and, and go from there how about now trying to again there's not much history with jmu there's only two games total yeah. and you guys are two and zero against the dukes but but again again as you mentioned this football program is, is very young that, that that you have but um it will be nice to hopefully build a rivalry won't it because there are rivalries in other sports between odu and jmu with again their like-minded universities and everything like that will that be fun to have another team in the state of virginia that you can battle with yeah i mean i think there is a rivalry right now and 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 whether we like it or not, it's it's been theoretical for probably the last six seven years. Right. You know, I mean, on on Twitter, our fans will argue <laughs> and say, "Well, we would win, we would win right. already," you know, and all those sort of things. So, 
I mean, it, I think it comes from the fact that if you look in the 757, there's a lot of JMU alumni. Um, you know, there's, there's probably not as many Old Dominion alumni in Harrisburg. <laughs> probably but, not. But, but, but there are a lot of JMU alumni in the 757. And there are. There's some flags flying um, even when I take my walk, you know, and so around my neighborhood. So I think that's part of where it is. I mean, obviously, the people from truly from the 757 have a ton of pride in, in Old Dominion, even though it's not very old. And, and you can see that in our donor base, which mm-hmm. some of our biggest donors didn't even go to school there you know i mean but they have so much pride in 757 and old dominion represents that so i think that that's really where the rivalry stems from and so uh i'm, I'm excited to to watch it and, and really throughout this whole entire conference i think it's just unbelievable that we're going to get to play people that uh our fans have passion towards i mean no question i've, I've said and I, you know i said it in, when i was up on the stage you know indifference is terrible for a fan base and indifference for college football in general and and, and that's what we had our fans had towards our conference opponents. Mm-hmm. No question. We're talking to Ricky Ronnie again. He is that football coach at ODU, made a bowl game a year ago. And um, talk about that a little bit, winning five straight to end the regular season to make a bowl game. Um, I know you didn't win the bowl game, but that had to be thrilling. And, and as you as a head coach, so proud of your guys to, to hang with it after, after a tough start to win five in a row to get to that bowl game, that had to be great for you. You know, I knew we had a great group of young men, and they just showed, you know, how resilient they were. And I think it, it happened, you know, in the 2020 season when we didn't play. You know, one of the things I kept telling all, all of them was like, hey, I don't want to see you on Twitter saying, hey, we we didn't – I can't believe we don't get to play. This is the right. worst thing that's ever happened. You know, we had people losing their lives, for God's sake. So, I mean, I didn't want to see that. Well, when that happened, all of a sudden we were 1-6. and six. Guess what? Our guys were like, hey, there's worse things out there because <laughs> we could not be playing right now, and that's, that, that could happen. So I think right. that that's where, you know, that resiliency came from. So, I mean, there's a silver lining to kind of everything. Sure. And, and I was very proud of the way they, they played. I was very proud of the, how they approached their work each and every week, even when we were one and two, one and three, one and four, one and five, you know, one and six. They approached it the same way. They came to work. And guess what? Th- that work in the fifth week of the year is what allowed us to win those, some of those games later. So I think that's the thing they learned last year is, it's, it, is everything compounds and it's, it's all about the work. Yeah, no question. You know, you've got so many guys back from last year too. Um, have you noticed that? Did you notice that in spring and throughout summer workouts and hearing from your strength and conditioning guys that uh, you've got some great leadership back that really knows this program in and out? So that's the interesting thing. We have, some gr- we have a lot of guys back. But our major leaders left. Did they? You know, so we had our six-year – our captains are all gone. Um, our three captains were all six-year players, and they're all gone. So there was a, a thing where we are still developing our mm-hmm. leadership. We have some guys who have really stepped up. Um, obviously, the two young men I brought here today, Zach Koontz and R.T. Johnson, have stepped up. But we also have, uh, you know, a guy, Nick Saldaveri, who's really stepped up from a leadership standpoint, one of our returning offensive linemen. Um, so I, I do think that there's some of that as well. Let's start with your offense and talk about that. And, again, you played a couple different quarterbacks last year in Hayden Wolf and D.J. Mack Jr. Um, talk about those two young men and, and playing both of them. Is that something you want to continue to do moving forward? Well, you know, we have a third guy in there, Brendan Clark, who's a transfer from Notre Dame. Um, so we really have three guys competing for the starting job. You know, we didn't meet, mean to play them both. And, in fact, you know, one really started the first six. and, and, uh, and It was kind of happening. Yeah, the last it? seven. Um but I, I would say that we're going to, you know, there's still a quarterback job. There's there? still a quarterback competition, and, and we're seeing who's going to be our best fit to help us win games, and then we'll go from there. I mean, um, obviously Hayden played for us at the end of the year when we were winning games. So to, 
does that mean that you know he has a leg up? I mean, it means that we've seen what he can do, and we've seen him help us win games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all play in a different style, and we've got to see what style best fits our team for this year. And you've got a lot of guys that will help that quarterback, too. Again, you've got a ton of back, running backs back. You've got a lot of wide receivers back. Almost everybody that, that caught a ball is back from a year ago. Do you like the makeup around your quarterback of, of skill guys that, that you can throw out there? Yeah, I do. I mean, obviously having our leading receiver back um, and Ollie Jennings is huge. Having a guy like Zach Koontz, who, who's the leading receiver as a tight end in the country, yep. um, coming back is, 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 is great. We need to see a few more of our wide receivers step up. We need to see we need to have another option and be a little bit more consistent. Um, but I think I started to see that with some of our guys, um, and, and that was huge. And then our running backs, we need to see another a, a couple other running backs step up. Obviously, Blake Watts is yeah. back, but you know he got a little bit beat up. Now, he battled through it, and he played tough and physical, and if you just saw the consistency that he did from day to day to day to day and game to game, he had six games in a row he had 100 yards. That's awesome, but we need to have <laughs> another guy that can go and t- take some of those carries away too, and we need to develop that from some of our younger guys. Do you feel like you've got some guys there that will step up? And, and I do, and I think we've, we've got some explosive guys there, some guys who can you know get the ball and, and go score, mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's something that uh, we need a little bit more. We need more explosive plays. You know, we need to be about 15.75% of our plays need to be either runs of 12-plus or passes of 15-plus. We weren't there last year, um, and, and we need to be there. You know, our defense did a great job of stopping explosive plays. Our offense needs to create them more. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking again to Ricky Ronnie, the head football coach at Old Dominion. How about up front? How many guys do you have back up front? We have four guys back. We lost our uh, center uh, who's playing for the Chargers now, Isaac Weaver. But everybody else we got back, and in fact, we really have five guys back who started multiple games uh, because we had a, we had, we switched a couple guys out. So, well, that's um, exciting to have that many guys back we, up front. Yeah, and then we have a transfer who started over thirty games in college football. So, um, we have some some experience and some depth there that I'm excited about. Not to mention. Our freshman that we had last year I thought did really well, and we brought in our best freshman class we've ever brought in at that position. So I am, uh, I'm very excited at what we're building up front, no doubt about it. When you were out on the recruiting trail, did you, when you were talking about moving to the Sun Belt, did, did that resonate with, with, with student athletes? Did, did you feel that that made a difference at all? Maybe it will in the future? It certainly resonated with the coaches. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, I think it resonated with some of the student athletes, um, some not. You know, it's funny. As educated as they are now, there's some things they're not educated. Some kids on, have right? no idea, right? And I think the, <laughs> and, and what I'm about to say is going to sound just wild, but the fact that there's no um, NCAA video game makes it so they don't know as much as maybe kids in the past knew. Um, because kids in the past, they'd play that game. They knew exactly what kids were, in, what teams were in what conference. No they question. knew exactly all those sort of things. They knew exactly who, what the logo looked like for everybody because they're in that game, right? And so It's coming I think back next year. It's coming back. <laughs> uh, it's coming back. So I think that that's a huge uh, – that'll be helpful and all that sort of thing. And that makes sense, 100%. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I hate to say that, but it's just reality of it. I mean, you know, my kids know every player in, 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 in uh, the NFL – uh, not because it's Sports Center, who rarely ta- who rarely talks about sports anymore, but <laughs> right. they actually from Madden and those sort of things. So it's yeah. huge. We're talking to Ricky Ronick and the head football coach at ODU. And defensively, talk about that side of the football. Um, you had some some talented guys left because of, uh, I mentioned some of your captains, but boy, you got a lot of guys back on that side too. Yeah, we got seven guys back. Uh, you know, we lost. You know. Our leading, our all-time leading tackler uh, was with the Buccaneers, Jordan, Jordan Young. Young. Yep. Yeah, he's he's a heck of a player, and and uh, but we have a guy replacing him, and Jason Henderson, 
um, who played a lot of football for us as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And so we feel very excited about what he can do. Um, you know, in the secondary, we we lost, you know, a, a safety, um, but we feel like we can – that there's a way to replace him too. Um, just because you know, there was a guy that was hurt all last year, a couple guys were hurt and that sort of thing. Um, our area of concern, not really concern, but our area that we got to answer is our other corner. We have one of our corners returning. Our other one uh, led the Conference USA in PBUs, um, uh, Roger Cray, and now he's gone. So mm-hmm. we've got to make sure that we find somebody that, that can complement uh, uh, Trey. I'm guessing something that you've stressed with your team is uh, getting that turnover ratio a little bit different. You were minus nine a year ago, and, and again, still able to win those last five games, get to a bowl game, but that's got to change, doesn't it? Yeah, and a lot of that was early. Uh, yeah. A lot of it was early. Um, I'm and guessing then, during the five-game winning streak it wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't as much, and certainly the bowl game, uh, that was a factor in the bowl game as, yeah. as we turned the ball over too much. You know, it, it was a little bit of both. We didn't throw a whole lot of interceptions, which if you look at that yeah. turnover ratio, you would think that we did. We didn't throw a whole lot of interceptions. We fumbled the ball, fumbled the ball way too much. Um, and then we didn't create as many turnovers yeah, as we needed to. take them away. To, yeah. You know, so it was, it was both, both sides. That's why that's a great stat, and it's why I love that stat because it's a team-wide stat. It's not just – oh, this side of the ball uh, you know, was holding us down. No, that's both. That's everybody working together and special teams, which we had some special teams turnovers last year too. So we need to work as, as, a, as a whole team on uh, taking care of the ball better and then also creating those turnovers. You know, with this event going on, it kinda, it's kind of the start of everything going. Uh, are you ready for camp to get going? Yeah, you know, I mean, I love the time with my family, and we had a great uh, vacation this summer and those sort of things. And But uh, it's always great to get going. Um, you know, it's a little bit – you know, it's funny, as a football coach, it's either all or nothing. You're either with your family all the time or you're not <laughs> or with not them at all. at all, right? So it's kind of one of those things where it's bittersweet because it's the two things I love the most are, are my family, my two boys, and my wife, Jen, or, you know, our, our, our football, right? So it's <laughs> right. like it's like you, there's one going on at, at, at a time. And so, you know, I, I try to make as much time for them. And, and, and also, you know, they love, they love football. They love the season and, and that sort of thing, which makes it a little bit better. Take me back to when you took the job um, after being at Penn State for, what, five or six years. Talk about that. What, what was it about ODU that, that kind of sold you and you wanted to have this opportunity? Yeah, so I was there for six years, and I got an opportunity to interview for a couple of head coaching jobs that, that, uh, that cycle. Um, and one I, I, I just didn't feel was right and kind of turned down, and, and, and this one – you know, I did. I felt like it was the right spot. I knew you could win here. I knew the fan base was very passionate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they had a new stadium, so you weren't trying to raise, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> to, to build a new stadium or anything like that, um, which, I, which I, you know, I love that I didn't have to do that. I knew that the recruiting core, the base, was great, not only in the 757, but throughout the state of Virginia, into North Carolina, up into, you know, Maryland and, and, and into Delaware, and, and really, and I thought I could add New Jersey and northeastern Pennsylvania. If you look at our roster, we've done a nice job in northeastern Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing that I really liked. And then I got to meet our athletic director um, and the other people in the administration, and, and I knew I could work for him, and I knew that uh, we'd work well together. Um, so I, I just everything kind of fit, you know, and, and I thought that it was a, a great opportunity. It was a good time for me to take that job, good opportunity for, for my family. You know, I wasn't moving them in the middle of high school. They were still in, in, in elementary school and that sort of thing. So yeah. there was a lot of things that added up to it being a perfect situation yeah. for me. Yeah, that's worked out well. Was that was that year when you guys sat out? Was that challenging not to be able to coach and, and, and do all that? Yeah, I mean, it was especially challenging because, you know, at the time, you know, it's like, 
I want to watch the Penn State games, you know? Um, do I yeah, not? Yeah, because that's her first year. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not playing, and we're not playing, and everyone's like, oh, are you watching the game? And I'm like, no, I'm not. You know, I don't really want to watch it. And right. and so that was really, really tough. And it, But what was great about it, a lot more time with my family. No you question. know, I mean, yeah. I got, I, I was able to spend more time with them. And, you know, that that was a COVID time where, hey, we moved them during COVID. So they didn't have as many friends as they normally have. Now they're like, Dad, I'm going to hang out with my friends. But, like, at the time, they didn't have a whole lot of friends. Right. And, and so it was great that I could be there and, and, and be around them and, and help my wife transition. Help that transition. That, no doubt. <laughs> Been there, no doubt about that. Coach, thank you for your time. I yeah, look absolutely. forward to, to working with you in the future. But uh, best of luck this year. All right. Thank you very much.